The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus put before the people another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slave said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them, that both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first, and bind them in bundles to be burned, to gather the wheat into my barn. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading from the prophet Isaiah, this time chapter 7, verses 1 to 11. The prophet is saying that the people have been committing sins and yet going to the temple and giving their sacrifices and saying, this is the temple. This is the temple of the Lord. This is the temple. Thinking that the temple alone by itself would lend them intimacy with God, favor with God. All the while, as the prophet points out, they are guilty of oppressing the alien and the orphan, the widow, and shedding innocent blood and going after idols. So Jeremiah says on behalf of God, Are you safe while you do all these abominations? Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers? You know I too am watching, says the Lord. That particular verse is referred to by Jesus in the New Testament in John chapter 2 where he casts out the money changers and the animals from the temple and says this is my father's house and you're turning it into a den of thieves. Well, what's the answer to this? Jesus himself provides a parable in today's gospel from Matthew chapter 13 and it's relevant today as it was back in the time of Jesus. When Jesus chose his apostles, there were wheat among the tares. Judas betrayed Jesus. He was one of the apostles. Peter denied him. And most of the other apostles, except for John, fled at Jesus' passion. So it was really a mixed bag of good and evil, and yet Jesus does not start again. He does not uproot what he has begun, but rather he works with his field, some excluded themselves, like Judas, but others reformed. And that's the key. In the parable, when the seeds are sown, the farmer really can't know if an enemy has sown seeds of tares. And even when the plants are young, they can't really distinguish because the plants look so similar. It's only when the plants become fully mature that one can choose which is the weeds, but by that time, the roots of the weeds have so entangled themselves in the roots of the wheat that when you uproot the one 
you uproot the other, and both are destroyed. Therefore, Jesus says, let them both be harvested, and then the Lord will separate the good from the bad, the wheat from the tares. This has application. Certainly, we know in the church there's many tares, scandals, people acting badly. That is a difficulty, a real problem. But the other problem is, in an effort to root out all evil in the church so that it's a pure church, other things can be rooted up which are good. One example would be people who think, I cannot belong to this church because this, that, and the other thing happened in it. And therefore they exclude themselves from the church. In effect, they exercise a penalty of excommunication on themselves. They leave the church and they leave the Eucharist. That's not the answer. The answer is, of course, to bring everything to light as being done today and to pray for those who are still tares, because as long as the harvest has not yet happened, there can be areas of reform. That certainly has been the case in many of the saints of the church. Saint Augustine, for example, was a tear, a holy tear, as a child. But when he was 30 years old, as a result of the prayers of his mother, Saint Monica, he had a conversion. He became from a tear to a very fruitful, abundant wheat. And many other saints took the same path. So it's very, very important for us to not jump the gun and exclude ourselves from the church, as some have done because of the scandals and all the other things that are happening. At the same time, of course, God has given Peter the keys and the power of excommunication. But that's the one who must choose. The bishops are the one who must choose, acting prudently with the Holy Spirit, how to prune carefully the weeds without also destroying the wheat. In all of this, we pray for the church, we pray for the leaders, we pray for the Holy Spirit to exercise its power, his power of conversion. Because what has been an early tear can be fully harvested as abundant wheat. So let us pray for the church and pray for her leaders that we would be God's church, holy to the Lord. Let us pray.